Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code the Zone 125 You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. Loaded for bear. Aaron Rodgers said that on the podium a couple days ago. As they were like, hey, you know, you guys got to deal with the Arizona Cardinals and their bag of tricks. And Rodgers like, whoa, 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 whoa. We got our own bag of tricks, my friend. Hold up. Hang on. We're loaded for bear, as Big Mike used to say. Now, Rowdy, the Packers are 6-0 and without Devontae Adams. Do you take that into account of anything? Uh, when it comes to this game coming tonight against the Cardinals, six and zero without Tay, I actually do take that into account just a little bit, just because it has been recently. And what do we know about the Green Bay Packers in the last? Well, I guess if you count this as a year, the last three years, it's been relatively the same roster outside of a few free agents here and there and uh, the drafts. Yeah, outside of that, some of those main. Mainstays on the roster, the Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, the Bakhtiaris, the Smith brothers. I mean, you can go right on down the list. They've all been constants on those rosters in those games, and they're 6-0. and So I do take a little bit of stock from them being 6-0 and without Devontae Adams. Do you feel like the Packers play a little more loose, a little more easy? Like, they, you know, you're kind of playing with like no expectations. People expect you to maybe... You know, you're on the road. It's Thursday night on a short week. You're dealing with Rona. You got players out. Obviously, is it one of those things where you come into the game like, hey, let's just let's just let's just go out there and play a little, you know, backyard football? Do you, do you get that feeling like they play loose and easy? I don't with think that? they go out there loose and easy per se. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say that uh, the fact that Lafleur and maybe guys like Lafleur and Rogers and and Hackett they go in there knowing that they have to come up with a really, really good game plan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, okay, well, now it's all hands on deck because we don't have Devontae, so now all three of us are going to have to put our heads together and come up with some really good stuff this week. I feel like that could contribute to it a sure, little bit. Sure, I think you could also look and see that uh, the fact that they're going to have to spread it out. It's kind of like in basketball, right? If you have that one-star player that gets hot, like if you have a Michael Jordan, yep. he can carry you. Yep. I guess in this sense, you'd kind of be relating that to Devontae Adams, just getting the football Devontae Adams. But if you don't have a guy that's that good, you kind of want to spread the ball around because the team beats the the one player for the most part. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that's what you're going to have to do. You don't have that Michael Jordan to get the ball to. You're going to have to spread it around. A.J. Dillon's probably going to be used more. Obviously, Aaron Jones is going to get more touches. Bobby Tunyon down the field, get more passes. I mean, there's there's a lot of different factors. I don't think they necessarily come out and play loose and easy. I think there's a lot of different things where they actually rev it up and, and have to change things. Rev it up and go. Which uh, make them play. Uh, let's hear from Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers asked uh, about the Packers being 6-0 and without Devontae Adams. Here is, uh, here's number 12. I don't know. Uh, we're not a better team without him, that's for sure. I'd have to look at each of those games, but we've just found a way. In those games, uh, I think to the Atlanta game from a couple years ago, I guess last year, and I threw two whole shots to running backs, which I hadn't done in a long time. One to Jamal and one to Aaron. Bobby had a big game. Uh, you know, we just kind of find a way. This, this the Saints game in the same year. I remember Allen had a real big game before getting 
uh, injured later on that one. Bobby had a big game in that one. He ran the ball well. So, you know, other guys just got to step up. Not 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 too much of sure why. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like you are <laughs> like not a better team. You're not them. a better team with them. But sometimes but you're undefeated when undefeated without them. Yeah, but sometimes like when some good players go down, you see people rise to the occasion, and Hell like yeah. it's their chance to shine. It's it's their game lights are on for them. It's their opportunity here. And I think that and the combination of LaFleur have, having to change some things up scheming-wise that will better fit other personnel in different positions, I think uh, it's kind of like everyone has to raise their ability and their efforts. And yeah. that combined, when you get that, it normally comes out pretty well. We already mentioned it earlier the last couple of days, but also 5-2 and two without Lazard. Now, that's not as... That's that's not as a, a big of a hole yeah. per se as Devontae Adams, but <laughs> I mean it's still a quality NFL player. It's still an NFL caliber wide receiver. Totally. Uh, Rogers was asked about the game plan. Uh, how much did it alter without Devontae Adams? Well, here's more from twelve. I mean, it definitely gets altered for sure. Uh, you know, he hasn't had the same type of targets as maybe the first uh, five weeks, the last two weeks, but uh, he's definitely a focal point of our offense. Got to find the ball, way to give him the ball. So. Definitely gets altered. And more on a short week of prep for the Green Bay Packers as they played the football team, then short week to play, obviously, tonight, the Cardinals. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those weeks. Uh, luckily, we played at noon. Coaches uh, were in here, I think, uh, planning till late on Sunday until late yesterday. So they put the they put the plan in. We're going through right now. And, you know, then we got to take a, a trip uh, to the other side of the country and play a great football team so it's, it's gonna be a good challenge for us a good challenge for see, us see that's the one thing that makes me nervous because we've talked about the six games with Devonte adams where he's been out yeah. we talk about five and two with alan lazard but one of the things i you know i'd like to see cross referenced i guess would be the fact that how many of those times when they had you know Devonte adams out to game plan did they have it on a short week versus playing on Sunday? Because if if you do have a Matt LaFleur and an Aaron Rodgers and a Nathaniel Hackett, they got to sit down and say, hey, what can we do to better acclimate these guys that don't necessarily get the football very often into the game plan and come up with different plays that way? That's going to take longer than, say, you have Devontae Adams lined up right there, and you're like, oh, okay, well, we have Devontae Adams. We know exactly what he can do. We know what they are going to try and do, and this is how we're going to attack them. Yep. That takes you know a few seconds to put together because you know what the other team's doing. But now all of a sudden you're looking at different players. I'm sure that takes a lot more time For to sure. actually do. And now that you have to fit it into this shortened time period of a Thursday night game, it's not a Sunday afternoon game. You just lost a whole two, two and a half days worth of prep. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams had an ankle injury in 2019. They went 4-0. And then a hamstring injury last year. Packers went two and zero without him. That's how you get to uh, obviously six and zero. They talk about though Aaron Rodgers. That is about how do you prepare for the defense of Arizona? How do you prepare without Devontae Adams and obviously Alan Lazard now? How do you prepare for this game tonight? Well, they got to get ready for our bag of tricks too. You know, we got plenty of things in the offense. We worked through a heavier plan last week, knowing that we're playing two games in five days. So we're. Uh, we're loaded for bear, as uh, as the big Mike used to say. Yeah. Um, we're, yeah. uh, we got a lot of lot of scheme in. Now it'll be different not being able to really do full speed stuff. Um, we'll do you know a practice Friday-ish practice tomorrow, but 
that'll be the only difference, not being able to get as many reps at, at certain things. But that's why we repped a lot of stuff last week that we held and didn't really use in the game and, and knowing that it could have some carryover for this week. We are loaded for Bear. He, he loves saying Big Mike, and you can tell. That's Big Mike used to say. You know there's a crap-eating grin on his face when he says oh, Big Mike. I watched the press conference, Rowdy. I was watching and listening. I don't obviously. need to watch it. I already can, he can had tell. This, he had this big old smirk on his face when he said it. We're, uh, we're loaded for Bear, as, uh, as Big Mike used to say. <laughs> big Mike! Yeah, he was he was just get this s eaten grin on his face ear to ear when he said it. I was just dying. I was laughing. You don't you need you don't need to watch the the video. You can tell just by his how he says it. Loaded for bear. I love it. And Rowdy pointed this out a little earlier. I you know I pose it and I'm, if you're loaded for bear, you could definitely take down a cardinal. And Rowdy said, "What did you say about that? You yeah, if you can take it. down a bear, you can disintegrate a cardinal." <laughs> As Big Mike used to say. <laughs> I'm excited for this game, man. Um, I'm just excited to see, obviously, Packers football. And what happens? Like, how do you how do you come up or go west to Arizona without Devontae, without Alan Lazard? Hopefully there's no more positive tests today. Uh, and then also D.C. Joe Barry. And take down a 7-0, and a juggernaut team in the Arizona Cardinals. I think it's going to be a great – what is the – What's the storyline going to be, Rowdy, if they do beat the Cardinals? Is it the Packers the best in the NFC? Packers Super Bowl favorites? Packers find a way like to get it? Like, what's the storyline? And maybe you don't have to answer it now, but start thinking about it. Like, well, I think it's going to be pretty easy. I don't think you have to think about it that much. If they can go in shorthanded and beat the Arizona Cardinals on Thursday night football, going to Arizona, they're going to be considered one of the best teams in the league. Mm. And I mean, they already I mean, are, they are but, but I'm talking about, you know, if you have the Packers in like the top five, top six, top seven right now, you go in and beat Arizona, you probably have them in your top three. Yeah. And you're feeling really good because you know, the offense is going to get pieces back and get better. That's, that's just what's going to be. Robbie, I'm going to play a little Led Zeppelin, whole lot of love just for you. Cause I got a whole lot of love. Confused based on the fact that I, I missed your call or something like to that effect, Evo. Robbie, well, you know what it is. It's 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 big phone trying to silence both of our transmissions from talking to each other about the Packers is what it is. It's big phone, dude. Unbelievable. Yeah, we, we, have, we have those 1970s phones, right? Those, those <laughs> giant ones that take kitchen. Yeah, bring those back, Robbie. Robbie, what's up, man? Uh, how you been? What's good? We got a. Th- this is the first time we've talked on a game day. On the radio, believe it or not, how's it feel? Yeah, no, that, that's crazy. You know, I, every now and then I'll check in on a Monday, or we've had, you know, I even remember back to that NFC Championship game. Evo, I, I came on on the Sunday morning before they played the Falcons in sixteen, and yeah. you know, we we lit it up good that day. But uh, yeah, no, it's 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 a rarity. This is, uh, you know, and, and I heard you guys talking a little bit about the luster being lost, and I, I guess in 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 a couple respects that's true, but the bottom line remains. You know, seven and zero versus six and one, and this game is going to have a whole lot of meaning come January. When uh, you know, I, I think guys, there's five teams in the NFC that have separated. You know, Arizona, the Rams, Tampa, Dallas, and Green Bay, and they're going to be fighting it out here over the next two months for playoff positioning. And yes, there's no Devonte. Uh, yes, there's no Lazard. Yes, there's no JJ Watt, et cetera, et cetera. But guys, at the end of the day, the quarterbacks are there. And this game is going to mean a ton 
you know, when it comes to playoff seating. Now, Robbie, we had a listener call in uh, by the name Steve, and Steve said that Rodgers lives for these kind of games because the spotlight's going to be all on him. It's a Rodgers game, a me, me, me kind of game. Does Rodgers, now without Devontae Adams, the Packers are 6-0. and Does Rodgers truly excel without his best target in Devontae Adams uh, not available? Well, like you said Tuesday, guys, there's certainly not a better football team without Devontae. It, it, it is crazy, though, that they've been able to, to go undefeated. And, and, and I compare it a lot to when Brett Favre lost Sterling Sharp, you know, back in, in 94. He was forced to start scrimming. He, he, guys, he threw half his targets, 55, 60% of the, of the balls to Sterling Sharp, but he had to start spreading the ball around which he did in 95 then, and they became a great football team and obviously won a Super Bowl the following year then in 96. Rodgers and Devontae have this remarkable chemistry. Nobody's going nobody's gonna to argue that point, in fact. But, guys, anybody that goes back and watches the tape from the, the 2020 NFC Championship game against Tampa Bay closely can see there are so many plays through the course of that game where Tunyon is wide open and Lazard is open and, and MVS, who actually had a big game that day, is incredibly open. And, and Rodgers is staring down Adams into double and triple coverage, which he does too many times. So a game like this, and, and it obviously obviously hurts him now that he'll also lose the, lose Lazard in addition to Devontae, but he will be forced to go you know, to, to some other matchups and to some other people. And I, and I expect... Aaron Jones to have six, seven, eight catches. I expect Tunyon to have, you know, five catches. Cobb's going to have five or six catches. You know, Malik Taylor's going to get a couple catches in there along the way. You could see the rookie Amari Rogers get a few. I mean, guys, when it, when you add it all up, you know, there's going to be seven, eight guys that catch the ball if they're going to try to, you know, be effective moving it up and up and down the field. It it won't be where. 17 of the 33 targets are to Devontae. And, and that's not a terrible thing. So, yes, I mean, it, it, the, the fact they're 6-0, Evo, in, in these last couple of years without Devontae is certainly shocking. But then when you think about it that way, when Rodgers is forced to spread the ball around quite a bit, which he will tonight, yeah. it's a good thing, too, for the offense. And, and I know LaFleur and Hackett like that. Uh, Rob Reichel joining us right now. Check his workout at uh, Forbes.com, Conley Media as well, where he just dominates with an iron fist. So, Robbie, when it comes to the Packers and, you know, the offense, you know, Rodgers, we've always heard Rodgers makes the wide receivers. Rodgers can do this. Rodgers can do that. But what about on the flip side of the ball? Uh, the defensive side for the Green Bay Packers, are they going to be able to stop you know, Kyler Murray, who can not only throw the ball but also use his feet. Like, this is going to be a pretty tough task for the, the Packers' defense. Are they up for it? Yeah, Evo, how would you like to be Jerry Gray? You haven't coordinated a game <laughs> in, in eight years, and, and all of a sudden this week it's like, hey, Jerry, uh, we need you. Step in here. Hey, you, know, you, you only have to see the front runner to win MVP named Kyler Murray, right? Yeah. And, 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 and his merry band of remarkable wide receivers, right? I mean, I, I would certainly – you know, guys, they expect that Hopkins is is going to go. I know he's questionable, but he'll he'll play. AJ AJ Green has kind of had a little bit of a renaissance out there in in the desert. You know, the young guys, Kirk and Moore, can play. They just traded for Ertz. Um, Evil, they can come at you in a lot of ways. And the thing is, they're remarkably balanced. I mean, they're they're actually running the ball more than they're passing the ball. Um, so they can they can hurt you on the ground as well. So. It's going to be far and away the biggest task that Green Bay has faced up till up till this point. Um, it is stunning, though, Evo, even with the number of injuries that the Packers have had, and, and they've been out without now, you know, their top two outside linebackers, 
and their top two corners here the last couple of weeks. And a guy like Zadarius has missed the whole season. Mm-hmm. They still rank seventh in the league, guys, I think, in total defense and seventh in points. I mean, so they, 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 they're doing a heck of a job. Now, you can argue that they played some lousy offenses, right? The Bears, 14 points. You know, Detroit 17, Pittsburgh 17, Washington 10. Um, and, and we're going to really find out what this defense is about coming up. You know, when, they, when they've got games against the Cardinals and, and the Rams and, and Seattle when they, when they get Russell back and Lamar Jackson is coming and, and that whole group in Minnesota and Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. You know, we're going to know a lot more about this defense guy six, seven weeks down the road. But what we've seen so far has been, has been pretty darn encouraging. Um, you know, they, they rank number one in some really key statistical passing statistics. Um, you know, in terms of when they play man coverage, they're number one in the league, for example, um, in, in man coverage in terms of yards allowed per play. They're getting after quarterbacks. Rashawn Gary's been really good. Kenny Clark's been really good. Dean Lowry's had his best season in three or four years. So um, it, it'll be far and away their biggest test tonight, Evo. Um, I think they'll be hard-pressed to keep Arizona under 30, you know, but if they keep them in the mid-20s, I think they'll hang around and be in the football game. Uh, So, Robbie, looking at this uh, game here, obviously you look at the NFC North and the Packers are going to run away with this thing. There's not a lot of competition in the NFC North when it comes to, you know, catching up with the Packers. But you look at the Packers' schedule. Let's say they do get their asses handed to them by the Cardinals tonight or just lose in general. you got the Chiefs, the Seahawks, the Vikings, and then the Rams before uh, the bye. It's not end of the world that the Packers lose this game, right? Like this is, and Rowdy had talked about this earlier this week. It's it's pretty smooth sailing, which once looked like a tough schedule. The Chiefs have fallen away. Russell Wilson's not playing for the Seahawks. The Vikings, what are they? And then I guess you got the Rams will be a tough test. But if they lose tonight, is it really that big of a deal moving forward? I, like you said, it's certainly not the end of the world. It will hurt you later on. My guess is if you see the Cardinals then come the postseason, you're going to probably have to go win a game. Uh, out there. Um, you know, guys, when we talk about the top of the NFC and there is such a log jam and then it really does drop off, you know, Green Bay, they don't, well, they don't want to be in that 4-5 game, for example. Yeah. You know, they don't want to be the, the fourth divisional winner behind, let's say Dallas wins the East, right? Tampa's going to win the South and let's say Arizona still wins the West. You know, Green Bay doesn't want to be in that 4-5 game because then you're probably playing a team like the Rams and then if you win that, you're your prize is to go to Tampa Bay in round two. And then if you somehow win that, your prize is to go to, you know, either Arizona or Dallas in all likelihood for your third playoff game. So it's, you know, you set yourself up for a beast of a playoff run, Evo, if you stumble here in these next five games. And, I mean, Evo, don't don't take the Chiefs lightly. They're they're still going to score 30 points in all likelihood in in that that Green Bay game, uh, you know, a week and a half from now. Green Bay is allegedly the game where Russell's targeting yep. his comeback. Yep. You know, so that that's two and a half weeks. You could see Russell in that one. I mean, you guys know as well as anybody. I mean, Minnesota can Minnesota can put up points with the best of them out there, and and they're gonna they're gonna challenge this defense here in in three weeks. And then, like you said, the Rams. Evo, th- th- this stretch is undoubtedly you know even before they lost Adams, I, I said three and two in this stretch, and I th- I think you would take it. And, and you you know you'd walk away doing a jig like the cast the characters from Seinfeld as they went up and down the street at times you know it's it's a it's a murderer's role <laughs> and in in Evo if you can get a, you know to the other side of it plus five hundred in these five games by going three and two 
Um, yes, you're spot on. You're going to run away from the Bears and, and the Lions and the Vikings in that garbage division. Um, but at the end of the day, you want to get to 13, 14 wins so you give yourself the best chance possible at the end of the season to be a one or a two seed. Uh, Rob Reichel joining us right now. Check him out, Forbes.com, Twitter, at Rob Reichel, always Conley Media as well. So, Robbie, um, a question for you, and I'm going to bridge two sports entities here, and I know you're passionate about you know, the Wisconsin Badger football team as well. We have a Twitter poll going on right now. What's, uh, mo- what's likely to happen, in your opinion, and the listeners' opinion for a Twitter poll, both teams win, you know, tonight and Saturday against the Iowa Hawkeyes. One team wins, one team loses, the Packers win, Badgers lose, or the Badgers win, the Packers lose, or both teams lose. What would Rob Reichel say? Well, you know they call me Red Coat Robbie for a reason. <laughs> so. um, I, 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 like, I, li- I like how the Badgers seem to have found their identity, which all they did was turn back the clock, right? I mean, they... They had never gone real far from it, but obviously the key for them is, is to not turn it over, run the football, and play great defense. They've, they've discovered that again here in the last last two or three weeks. I like them on Saturday, Evo, in, in what, a 13-9 to nine kind of game? Man, I'd say like 3 to nothing, <laughs> 7 to 3 maybe, Rob. I mean, I mean, I don't even know what the number is, but take the under, right? <laughs> we had a listener uh, say 2 to 0, a nice little safety. Yeah, the I know, game. exactly. Wasn't that Arizona-Houston game for a while, 5 nothing last <laughs> week or something? It could, be, it could be one of those kind of games. Um, but you know, Green Bay, I, I think is, is up against it this week. Well, this was such a tough test anyways, going out, you know, on four, on short rest, 1800 mile trip, a uh, couple of time zones. It, it, and to me, about playing, you know, I, I still will tell you Tampa Bay is the Super Bowl favorite. I think they're the best team in the league, but the first seven games of the season, I mean, there's no question Arizona has played better football than, than anybody else out there. Um, and, you know, so, so for Green Bay to go and tackle them, even with a full roster, I think was going to be one hell of a challenge, Ebo. And, and now I'm miss, missing some guys. And, and, and again, they have till 3 o'clock today to tinker with the roster, Ebo, and, and make some moves. And they'll obviously add another wide receiver here, Winfrey, off the, off the practice squad. You know, but, but for people expecting them to bring back Bakhtiari or MVS or somebody like that for tonight, I just, I just don't see it happening. You don't think MVS is going to play? They'll give him another 10, 11 days, Evo, and bring him back for that Chiefs game rather than, than rush him back. They, they've always just been so conservative and careful by nature over there when it comes to medical decisions that I, my best guess, Evo, is, is they'll say here, you know, late, you know, late morning, early afternoon, let's get these guys right for Kansas City. And, and, and that's when you'll probably see 69 and MVS will come back at, you know, at, at that point in time too. With that, that, that's just my guess. So, Evo, I, I think Green Bay's really hard pressed to go in there and, and win tonight. I mean, if they do, it, boy, I, I think it sends a whole jolt into their season, almost like back in 2010. And even though Green Bay lost this game, you guys remember real well, it led to one of my books, Evo, uh, about your guy, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, they hell went yeah. Out, they went out to New England on a Sunday Nobody's night. underdog, Robbie. Nobody's he, he was, underdog. He, he was nobody's underdog. I give buddy. that to everyone for Christmas. Every year I give that book <laughs> to my family for Christmas. Like, we already got this ten times. I'm like, I don't care. Read it again. No, no, no wonder, Ebo, you've stopped being invited to so many Christmas events. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, how'd you feel when Aaron Rodgers was up there with a big old smirk on his face and he gave that, uh, here, I'm just going to play it. I think you can hear it. We're loaded for bears, uh, as the Big Mike used to say. Oh, I'm quoting Big Mike. You get right to my heart, Robbie. I love that. <laughs> 
it, that 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 was a shocking soundbite by the quarterback. I, I will say this because I can I can guarantee you they're not trading Christmas cards. Um, <laughs> but 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 Evo, you know you you remember that game well in in 2010. I'm sure on that yeah. Sunday night, and they almost stole that one with Matt Flynn. But they left they left uh, Foxborough that night. It, fully believing they had a Super Bowl team and a roster when the quarterback was right. Evo, if they find a way to steal this game tonight in Arizona without so many of their key components and key parts, I can guarantee it's it's gonna it's gonna give new life to the season because even though they are six and one, they've got a lot of cynics and a lot of people saying, Well, they haven't won as pretty as twenty twenty and you know, the offense isn't doing this or that and you know, it, it hasn't looked as good as it has in the past. But I tell you what, if they steal one out in the desert tonight, Evo, it's a it, it's a whole new life on I think on their season. And uh, I think it's a season going in good places either way. But uh, I, I think this sends just a charge through everybody inside the organization. Now, so, I don't see them winning the game after all that, Evo. I, I'm going to go like 33-21 Cardinals. But uh, but I, I tell you what, it, it, it's going to be really fun TV, that's for sure. Rob, I, just just really quick, really quick. Yeah. You're really good well, at what well, you well, – You're really you good at – two segments, I, I, I missed the first one. So. Well, you didn't, no, you didn't miss the first one. Um, you're good. Robbie, just really quick, you are – you know, a savant when it comes to, you know, Forbes.com, Conley Media. We do it a long time. You're like the only big J that I respect and really get down with for the most part. Everyone else kind of jock sniffers and, you know, want to like cradle Aaron Rodgers and tell me special and be their best friend and whatnot. You pull no punches, Robbie. But what would be if the Packers do win? What would be Rob Reichel's headline, go to story tomorrow? I mean, that might, might be something. It, it might it might be a little too much to put like shocker because what's the spread, Evo? About six, six and a half, right, Rowdy? Yeah, six and a half. Yeah, I think it was four and a half before the Adams uh, news broke the other day. So you know, it, it it was pretty interesting. Adams moved the line a couple of points. Um, you know, something along the line, so a shocker. My you know, my guess is if, if they're going to win, Rogers is going to have to play really well. Although I I will say this, Evo. I mean, I think the key for them to win this football game. Is is they've got to ground and pound with those two running backs. You know they they've got to run the ball thirty plus times. Those guys have to combine for the better part of, I would say one sixty to two hundred somewhere in that range, one hundred and eighty yards. Let's call it. Um, and and they've got to keep the ball away from Murray. You know, so it, it it could be a ground and pound type of attack if if they do. I mean they they're going to want to keep the ball thirty five minutes, Ebo, um, and, and, and keep Murray on the field maybe for only seven, eight, nine drives if, if possible. Um, it, it's almost a reverse the script type deal in terms of how people have tried to play Rodgers all these years, right? You, how do you beat Green Bay? You keep Rodgers on the sideline, right? You, yep. you, you hammer away with with Dalvin Cook if you're Minnesota, or Derrick Henry if you're Tennessee, or or whatever. That that's always been the blueprint to beat Green Bay. So, you know, I, I think they've got to they've got to go that route tonight, Evo, and they've got to have a lot of these 12, 14, 15 play drives and be unbelievably clean and, and execute almost to perfection on offense to have a chance in this game. But I do think at the end of the day, Murray's just going to be too much. It wouldn't shock me if he, if he puts up the better part of 400 total yards here in this game tonight. Hi, Rob. Uh, always a pleasure. We love you, brother. What do you think about this real quick for a headline? Packers, Cage, Cardinals, Rashawn, Gary, D. Feathers, Dirty Birds. Whoa! Rob. You got a four, job opening four, over there for four Rowdy? Sacks for your, four sacks tonight for your guy, Rowdy. Wow. And, uh, Robbie, I see the Packers have uh, said they're going to have more stock on sale coming up here. Expect a nice little piece of paper in your stocking from me coming up, okay? I tell you what, you, you, get, me a, you get me a Twix bar, Evo, and it's worth more than that hey. stock. Hey. Uh, 
No, I, 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 I love the good gesture and, and the uh, generosity. What do you mean? Your part, you're an owner. Then you're an owner. You own nothing. <laughs> Rob. Well, first we, off, we, Robbie. We could, we could do a whole show on, on my stance on that, Evo, and how they. So you don't want to be an NFL owner? How they continue to sucker money out of people uh, and, and just the good, hardworking, fine people of Wisconsin. Unbelievable. They continue to take advantage of oh. Well, first off, Robbie's probably looking for a different piece of paper in the mail from us. And two, <laughs> and two. Yes, he is. If Rashad Gary gets four no, sacks tonight, I might call in tomorrow. Hey, Rob. <laughs> I, I I know I know you love the guy Rowdy, but I'll tell you what he's he's coming on, isn't he? Yes. He hey, Robbie, I'm still gonna get you that piece of paper, okay, brother? We love you, Robbie. All right, guys. Talk to you soon, <laughs> <Yeah>, buddy. <laughs> That's funny, Rowdy. Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code THEZONE125. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. Prohibition enacted on this day in history, 1919, October 28th. God, I think the state of Wisconsin, if that were to happen, Rowdy, the state of Wisconsin, not not just Charlie, but the whole state of Wisconsin would rise up to lead the revolution, to take back our beer and our liquor. Uh, Tonight, though, are we going to be needing a lot of beer and liquor, uh, you know, depending on what happens? Are we going to celebrate with beer or are we going to drown our uh, sorrows with beer? for Charlie, I don't think it matters. But for us, Rowdy, I'm looking at the Twitter poll right now. What happens with the Packers and the Badgers this week and weekend? Pack and Badgers both win. Pack wins. Badgers lose. Pack lose. Badgers win. Or they both lose. Right now, with 41.9% of the vote, the majority of people are saying in the Twitter poll that both of the teams are going to lose. Now, I get it for the Packers, right? You're fighting the... The Rona, no Devontae, he didn't make the trip. No Joe Barry, he didn't make the trip to D.C. Alan Lazard also didn't make the trip, uh, despite being negative, but since he's a close contact uh, of Devontae's, he's got to stay back. But Marquez Valdez-Scantling did make the trip. I have stats that Rodgers uh, and the Packers have put up without Devontae Adams, who are 6-0 routing. Yeah, there was a part of me when you asked me that question about 15 minutes ago mm-hmm. that wanted to take Iowa. Because I've never been so wrong about a Badger football team in my life. Yeah. And I thought this Badger football team was literally ten and two at a minimum. <sighs> Nine and three if everything went wrong. Well, well everything looks been like going wrong. Yeah, a lot of things have went wrong, especially on the offensive side. Defense is a juggernaut. But uh I I think the only the only Wisconsin football game that I've gotten correct against the spread was Eastern Michigan. And that was barely. And that was like you were sweating I mean, they still out. did it, but it was barely. I didn't even think after what we had watched when they played Illinois, I didn't even think they would cover that game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what's the what's the over-under for Iowa-Wisconsin? 37? 37. Jesus. Uh, and what is the – I guess I'll, I can find it myself. What, what the hell was that? For the Packers? Yeah. It's 50. F- 50? Holy shit. All right, so – uh, speaking of a uh, high-scoring affair, right? Uh, here you go. We're loaded for bear, as, uh, as the Big Mike used to say. Roger said they're loaded for bear, Rowdy. And you could, if you got that bear, you know, buckshot in your, uh, in your gun, I think you can, like, as you suggest, you can obliterate a cardinal. So looking at this, the Packers, Rowds, uh, without Devontae Adams, they had a four-game stretch 
in 2019 without Adams, who had an ankle injury. They obviously went 4-0. And then Adams had a hamstring injury last year. The Packers went 2-0, therefore making them 6-0 without Devontae Adams. Now, looking at these stats here, uh, in beating, it was the Dallas Cowboys, 34-24. to um, That would be, what, 2019. You have the Detroit Lions, 23-22, to they eked out. They beat the Raiders, smoked them 42-24. to uh, Kansas City, 31-24 to in 2019. And then New Orleans, 37-20. to Atlanta, 30-16 to in 2022. In those games, Aaron Rodgers, who... Is loaded for bear. Loaded for bear is. Uh... He threw Rowdy Aaron Rodgers threw. Let's see here, seventeen touchdowns versus one interception. Rodgers threw two plus touchdowns in five of those games, and the exception was Rodgers had zero touchdown passes at Dallas. But that's when Aaron Jones rushed for four touchdowns. Is that when he did the bye bye wave? Yeah, I think so. That's when he did the bye bye wave, which was freaking awesome. Also, remember in that Kansas City game where he absolutely went off. That was a quarterbacked by Matt Moore. Yep. We're, we're loaded for bear. Yep. <laughs> that was quarterbacked by Matt Moore. And Matt Moore still put up some pretty good stats against the um, – He was balling. Yeah. He went from coaching high school football to be like, yo, Pat Mahomes is hurt. We need you. He's like, uh, we need you for one week. He's like, okay, cool. How much am I getting paid? Sweet. Let's do it. Oh, we're playing the Packers? That defense? Sure, I'll yeah, come out sure. and play. Why not? I'll tell the kids at high school that uh, i got to take this week off. They'll be fine with no, it. No, but, yeah, going to your Aaron Jones and the, the little bye-bye, didn't that get him a 15-yard penalty, if I'm remembering correctly? Was it on the kickoff or something or the extra point? Or the, I forget what he, he got a penalty for yeah, taunting or something. Yeah, I think it was for the extra point. Yeah, for the extra point. <laughs> it's still hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> the bye-bye wave was awesome. So, um Dallas, Detroit, Oakland, Kansas City, New Orleans, and Atlanta. I don't remember them ever being on a short week for the 2019 and 2020 campaigns when they did that. I don't either. But Rodgers threw 17 touchdowns and one interception. Uh, Steve, who called in earlier, said Aaron Rodgers, this is the game that he loves because it's all about him. He gets the biggest spotlight, the brightest spotlight when it comes to the Green Bay Packers, because, you know, Devontae's out, so what is Rodgers going to do? And he excels in these games, especially uh, the regular season. Hell, look at the stats I just read you. Through two-plus touchdowns in five of those games, with the exception of Aaron Jones going for four rushing touchdowns with the bye-bye wave. Now, these might be, these might be games that he enjoys because, the you know, the focus is on him, the spotlight's more on him, but also these are also going to be the games where if he doesn't live up to it... Yeah, he gets a lot of criticism. ...that... Uh, a lot of fans are going to enjoy ripping on him. Yeah. Especially if he tries to play hero ball and it doesn't work. And the final score is like 42 to 10. Yeah. Now here's the flip side of the games. And I see the phone lines blowing up. I'll get to you in one second. So when the Packers went 6-0 and without Devontae Adams, the Packers played two teams that finished with winning records. In 2019, it was Kansas City finishing 12-4. and But as Rowdy just reminded everyone, they were without Patrick Mahomes. And Matt Moore had to stop coaching high school football for a week to come play. And then in 2020, it was the New Orleans Saints. They finished 13-3, and but Michael Thomas joined Devontae Adams on the sidelines in that game. Yeah, but that's just a regularity now. <laughs> Slant Boy's always out, right? Yeah. Slant Boy's out with ankles and, uh, well, basically, I think a lot of mental stuff too. Yeah. So here's the thing with the Cardinals, right? So the Packers in that 6-0 and without Tay. They played two teams that finished with winning records. Last time I checked, the Arizona Cardinals were the best, one of the best in football 
especially the NFC, at seven and zero. They have not lost yet. See, I'm I'm. I know the Cardinals are are undefeated. I know Kyler Murray is playing probably. Well, it's not probably. It is his best year in the NFL, and it looks like he's continuing to get better and better. I know that they have DeAndre Hopkins. They added A.J. Green. I mean, their receiving core is just pretty nasty, especially when you throw in uh, Christian Kirk. You also have Rondell Moore. I mean, we're not even talking about Larry Fitzgerald anymore because he retired. Yeah. But they still have four really, really good wide-out options. And... I'm still just not sold on Cliff Kingsbury. Like, when was he ever good? I, I, like, I get, I you get. You could say that, like this year is his best season, right? Like, well, yeah, they're, they're seven and zero. Yeah. But he just got done with having COVID. Yep. So that, I mean, this is his real first week back, a first yeah. official yeah, real right. week back. Yep. Um, I'm I'm just not sold on Cliff Kingsbury, a guy that you take him you take Lafleur and heartbeat over. Kingsbury. Yeah, I mean, I guess he, he has excelled at times offensively in college and obviously in the NFL, but overall as a head coach, I mean, I've watched some Cardinal games. I know there's been criticism from other people that have really criticized some of his in-game management, some of his play calling. Was he the one dating Holly Saunders too, who we yeah, had on the show? Correct. Man. Like Kingsbury. I, I, they're still, in my opinion, there's <laughs> still up, a dude? question mark on, on Kingsbury. Cause I mean, he, he, yeah, they've had a lot of talent in Arizona the last couple of years, but they've, They've never really been consistently good. Yeah. They haven't really put it together in a year. Now, this might be their year, but, I mean, defensively, we're talking about J.J. Watt's already going to be out. Yeah, J.J. Watt's done for the season. He's He's had shoulder surgery coming up. They might they might not be suffering from COVID like Green Bay is, but all of a sudden, if you look and say, oh, well, J.J. Watt's now out, their center might be out. Those are Those are two key pieces that are out. Like, how many teams can be the Green Bay Packers and shuffle – that many offensive linemen and still be able to protect their quarterback. Yeah. So I, I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, we'll keep talking about it. More at Roger stats. I, I, like I said, I don't want, know if I want to go out on a limb and say, hey, Green Bay is definitely going to win this game. But we took them on the razor's edge at six and a half because I think six and a half might be a little much. Yeah. And J.J. Watt, I don't think moved the line at all. Uh, our guy, Lit Bucky, who's a big Savanta gambling, says the line did not move a single point with Watt out. And yeah, you, you probably only see JJ Watt when JJ Watt was JJ Watt, like what, 14, 15? You might. Uh, He's a shell of himself. You might see it move. The, you might see him move still the a line good show. by like half a point, maybe one point. But, J, I mean, he's still a good player. Yeah, but he's yeah. just he's the injury bug. And it's only going to help the Green Bay Packers because we've, we talked about yeah. the line yeah. and how banged up it's been. They're getting closer. They're getting closer to healthy, but they're still not there yet. True that, Rowdy. Uh, I, I, the biggest thing to me is. I think we're really going to see how good Kingsbury's going to be. Because, I mean, LaFleur, there was a lot of people that doubted LaFleur, especially myself included. Same, like, yeah. Where w- this guy has only been in two different places and everywhere he's ever been, the offense actually got better once he left. <laughs> and, and the offense didn't improve while he was there. Yeah. Now, granted, he was playing with the Mariotas of the world. He didn't yeah, have Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, he didn't have Aaron Rodgers. He didn't even have Ryan Tannehill. Their rosters were even a little worse than what they were now. And he limited Derrick Henry, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but that was another big thing. It was like, okay, yeah, Derrick Henry and um, oh, um, Lewis. I can't think of his uh, first name. Running back out of pit. Oh, yeah, but, that uh, was his name. Anyways, he was splitting carries with those guys. Yeah. It's like, what? <clears throat> it, you have Derrick Henry. Uh, there's no reason why he yeah. should be splitting carries with anybody. And... 
you know, he just had some questionable things. Well, now he's balling on him. Yeah, he had some questionable things in his, uh, you know, under under his tutelage that you're like, oh, man, that just really doesn't look like he could be a great hire. But in two years, they went 13-3 and three twice. Yeah. I mean, he went f- he's only lost one game in, in division. Yeah. I mean, he has shown that obviously it was a good hire, and he has come <clears throat> out here, and now it doesn't hurt having Aaron Rodgers. No, not at all. But – Kingsbury's had Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is a phenomenal athlete. Kyler Murray's a first-round pick in the NFL and in Major League Baseball. The guy could have played whatever sport he wanted. The guy's a phenomenal athlete. What did well, I hear him described as? Trying to chase a chicken without a fence was uh, trying to get after Kyler Murray, and good luck. But uh, you still see him making mistakes, and you still see some questionable things from Arizona. I think uh, I would definitely give the thumbs up to LaFleur over Cliff Kingsbury. Totally. totally. Now, uh, Rowdy, did I hear Robbie say that he doesn't think that Marquez Valdez-Scantling is going to go? That no MVS despite making the trip out there to Arizona? Is that Did I hear Robbie correctly about that? Did, did you catch that? No I think MVS? the jury's still out on that. Jury is definitely out on this. Okay, so, huh, interesting. Uh, Aaron Rodgers without Devontae Adams, 6-0, and oh, and we've kind of brushed on it a little bit. Uh, those games, 2019, when Adams had an ankle injury, <clears throat> excuse me, they beat uh, the Dallas Cowboys, the Detroit Lions, the Oakland Raiders, uh, the then Oakland Raiders, and the Kansas City Chiefs. And that was with uh, Matt Moore. And then in 2020, they beat the New Orleans Saints and the Atlanta Falcons. In those games, without Devontae, Rodgers threw 17 touchdowns and one interception. Rodgers had uh, threw two-plus touchdowns in five of those games, with the exception that Rodgers had zero touchdown passes at Dallas but that's when Aaron Jones was running wild, had four rushing touchdowns, and did the wave bye-bye, which was incredible. But the Packers played two teams that finished with winning records in that 6-0. It was in 2019, the Chiefs finished 12-4, and again, without Mahomes. Uh, Matt Moore was playing, but Matt Moore did pretty damn good, Rowdy. Um, and then in 2020, the New Orleans Saints finished 13-3, and but their wide receiver, like Devontae out, Michael Thomas was out, which is now a commonplace occurrence for Slant Boy. Rowdy, there is this, though. The Packers score more points without Devontae Adams involved in these games. Rodgers completed 70% of his passes for an average of 311 yards, the aforementioned 17-to-1 touchdown-to-interception ratio without Adams, and 66% of his passes for an average of 247 yards with, uh, let's see here, 72 touchdowns versus 11 interceptions when passing to the All-Pro. So they score more points, Rowdy, 6.9, nice, more points without Devontae Adams. Do you, when you hear these stats, bring it in to tonight's game? Or is it like, yo, dude, they don't have Alan Lazard either. They got Randall Cobb, Equimina St. Brown, Amari Rodgers, what am I missing? Uh, Jawan Winfrey, and I'm missing one other one. Um, who's the guy that just got activated had, who had COVID? The hell's his name? Malik Taylor. And then there's Robert Tunyon as well, Aaron Jones. AJ well, I think one thing is we, we all know Aaron Rodgers said it. I think everyone knows it. The Packers are not a better team with Devontae Adams not playing. Correct. Like, he's the best receiver in the league. Obviously, you're not better without him. But... I think when he's not out there and some of the statistics that you just read off and wins that they've gotten, it basically shows that they play more structured football with without him. Yes. Because 
we know that him and Aaron Rodgers have a really, really good relationship when it comes to on the field with knowing where the other is going to be, where to throw the football, where to look for it, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, that also leads to a lot of impromptu play by Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams where they're not necessarily going off of the script and off of the scheme where, you know, maybe Devontae Adams or someone else is supposed to do this, but Rodgers tells Adams to go do that. It's definitely more unstructured, and it can lead to some big-time plays. But also, we've seen that when Matt LaFleur runs a good script and has a good scheme going, that he draws up a lot of plays where there is a lot of open receivers. And Rob Reichel kind of mentioned that, especially with some of the plays where it's like maybe Devontae Adams is going on a deep post, but you have like a wide-open Alan Lazard or a wide-open... Aaron Jones in the flat or a wide open Bob Tunyon and he still throws in a double coverage to Devontae Adams. Now Devontae Adams makes a nice catch, move the chains, but maybe the Bobby Tunyon catches the football and goes for a touchdown. Yeah. Like all of that changes and I think we are really going to see a Tunyon and Jones big games here. And I th- and I and I also think that AJ Dillon will get more carries. Same. And I'm I'm kind of excited for the game. It's going to be kind nice. Of, kind well, of. Yeah. yeah well, I'm, I'm excited. excited for the game. It's Thursday night. It'll be nice because then we, you know, we finish up our show on Friday. We get ready for our, our tailgate. That's going to be. Well, hey, don't forget we're going to Danny's, Danny's too. Yep. And then we game. go and we're going to be at the red zone for the Iowa game. And then Sunday, you kind of just get to sit back, relax. And maybe check on your fantasy team or get other oh, stuff done, right? God, I'm Am I wrong the, on that? No, I, I'm not excited for Sunday because the the missus, my wife, she's gonna be like, "Hey, I know the Packers don't play Sunday. Here's your honey do list. You got to clean out the garage, get the boat winterized. Oh God, I can already no see. fantasy fantasy obligations. Listen, the only fantasy that Jen wants to do and is not involving football. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Which sounds fine for me. Now, let's go to the phones. Line one. Who's this? Hey, good morning, guys. It's Corey. How you doing? Corey, what's up, dude? Oh, not too much. Just trying to avoid all these semis here on I-94 and not get crushed in between them. Hey, let Jesus take the wheel. You'll be fine. I know. What's going on with you guys? How's you know, the morning going? I'm, I'm, morning's great. I got the, the coffee tastes extra good today. I got my Packers starter jacket on. Rowdy's got the Brett Bielema collection out for the Wisconsin thing he's got on, the Wisconsin rain jacket. We got Packers tonight. Feeling good, man. Feeling good. So am I. I feel Quick I feel question. it, Corey. I feel so, it in the plums that they're going to win tonight. Yeah. So when you're talking about like, um, you know, they're six and zero without Devontae, but really only two of those have been against winning teams. How many teams generally, are like on average in the NFL, have winning records every year? Well, that's a good question. Because I, it's not really that surprising that in like in six games that only like a third of them are against teams that actually end up doing anything. What do you think, Corey? So that, On an average year in each division, probably about eight teams have a winning record. So that's roughly a third of the NFL, right? Give or take. Or so I guess it would be NFL. about about half if you're, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm i also wondering, you know, without, um, without the lizard man in there, if that's more of a blocking concern rather than even receiving because yeah. he's a pretty – Damn good downfield blocker, isn't he? Yeah. So, yeah. like, how much do we know about EQ? Can he block with those stone hands that he has? <laughs> or he should be able to because he's got stone hands, right? You would, one would think. He's a very interesting player, yeah. isn't he? Uh, you, I, yeah. What is he? See, I'm, Corey, I'm more concerned about 
the scheme and the game plan from Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett that they get out there against the Cardinals because in all these games, they've all been on Sundays. Now all of a sudden yeah, you're true. without Devontae Adams and you're playing him on a Thursday. Less time to script out and, and game plan for all the other guys that now have to be involved when it could be just, hey, Aaron, hey, Devontae, go out there and we're going to run some uh, schoolyard plays. And usually, though, when they do that, it ends up more disaster telling than one of the structures, like you guys have said. Yeah. So I, I wonder if they kind of do some like pre, you know, planning for these games, like the week or two weeks. Before yeah, well, Rogers was talking about that on the podium that they're planning, they game planning for both of them uh, leading yeah. up to the Washington Football Team. Game. I think it was Cliff Kingsbury who was out last week, or technically was out pretty much the whole week with COVID, passed his COVID sure. test, and then was able to basically fly and coach the game. Yeah. He, yep. He was also talking about how he, while he was sitting out because he didn't know if he'd be able to coach uh, last Sunday or not, all he was doing was crushing Packers tape. Yeah. The grind never stops, pass. Corey. The grind never stops. So, uh, MBS as well. I would be surprised if they flew him all the way out there just to have him not start. So I'd have to disagree with old. Yeah, I agree. Like I'm like, why would you bring one? him out there without if he yeah, wasn't going to do anything? I mean, unless it's just for like, um, like subterfuge of like the. Unless Arizona there's like more positive plan, tests like, come out all of a sudden, you're yeah. like, okay, I guess you got to play now. Right, and then, um, yeah, with Lazard too. You know, we all know it's not about logic; it's about punishment, obedience, and coercion. With having him, even though he's got a negative test, making him still sit out. We all know that that's what the case is, yeah. unfortunately, just to build off of what the guy was asking about before. And yeah. then one last thing. If you're J.J. Watt, don't you seriously consider retirement here? Yeah, you know, I feel for him, man. That had? stinks. I wanted to see him play, too, but I mean, obviously it helps the Packers. But that's that. you know that you feel for him. His knee, his hip, he's had a hernia surgery. You know, like, shoulder. At some point, you start thinking about, like, Hey, you know, yeah, I want to tough. still be able to walk and like move my arms when I'm 50 years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Corey. Always so anyhow, a, yeah, always a pleasure, Corey. Uh, here's what I love about here's what I love about your phone call, Corey. The most thing, you, know, you called in and said I'm scared for my life with these semis, but you still called in. That's commitment, and I love it, dude. Hey, you gotta be committed to the cause, right? <laughs> I love it. See you, Corey. Uh, let's see here. I, I don't believe Corey. I, I think it's all about health and safety. You don't need a negative Alan Lazard potentially killing grandma in the first row. That's right, Rowdy. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Who's this chuckling in the in the background? Good, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, Chad? Wisco Chad. What's up, dude? It, it's 100% about safety, guys. Come on. Yeah, are you wearing your seatbelt? Uh, no. Okay. Then, <laughs> hey, that's your right. What's up, Chad? How you living? <laughs> <laughs> Without a seatbelt, I'm living life on the edge. I mean, no, no. For if my kids are listening, wearing a seatbelt. Chad, you are you always wear a seatbelt. Come on. Well, the thing beeps at me if I just don't. like I know you wear a mask when you're in the shower too. <laughs> yeah, in the shower, um, when I'm outside all alone in the middle of the woods. I can hear it. You're alone in your car right now. I can hear you muffled through that mask of yours, buddy. Well, we're playing a great football team. They're seven and zero. They've got a lot of confidence. Uh, this has uh, those playoff-type implication games, even though it is just week eight. Uh, we're aware of that. A lot of times when you're not playing a division opponent, it comes down to tiebreakers like this. There's still a lot of football and a lot that can happen throughout the season with uh, momentum and the way teams play. But this is an important one. It's one of those Thursday games that uh, the league loves so much. They're tough, uh, obviously tough on the bodies, but we look forward to the challenge and look forward to the 
to the three days off afterwards. There he is, Aaron Rodgers. We now go to our guy, Mike Clemens. Mike, Thursday night football, the highest winning percentage since the Super Bowl era, 929 between the two teams. What do you wow. think, man? Isn't that crazy? Good booking, and they've had a lot of good primetime games so far for the NFL. These Cardinals, you know, an ascending team, 5-10-1 two years ago, 8-8 eight and eight in the COVID year, and now 7-0. and oh. And I think the, the, the game that really woke up the league was when it was week four, and they beat the Rams in L.A. I think it was 37-20. to 20. They put up 37 on that Rams defense, and that's what you know, got everybody's attention. This past weekend, uh, they got off to a really slow start. The Texans were up like 5 to nothing at one point. They finally came back in the second half and put them away 31-5. to five. Uh, But they come into this game, you know, pretty good. Now, we got it. We couldn't help it when Randall Cobb talked to us the other day, talking about some some past matchups against the Cardinals. Aaron Rodgers talked about some of his playoff matchups against them. And so Randall talked about, remember that game in 2016 when the Packers were in the playoffs and Randall was wearing a mic. He was mic'd up, right, for NFL Films. And he went and made this diving catch. They called a penalty on it, um, but you know, they lost twenty-six to twenty. That was to Carson Palmer and you know Larry Fitzgerald with the inside, you know, handoff for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Randall talked about his last time there. Uh, he suffered a punctured lung. Yeah, punctured lung. Punctured my lung on that play. I think that was the last time we played there too. Last time I played there. So uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Watched the second half from the hospital. Felt like Gary Bertier in the hospital, kicking nurses out. I, I just remember making a catch, getting up, and then seeing the flag, and it was like, oh man, it doesn't even count. And then uh, I went to the sideline, and it was like I couldn't catch my breath. I took a sip of water and started choking, and I went to spit and spit out blood. And I was like, okay, something's not right. I got carted back, got x-rays, and didn't have any fractures, any broken bones, but punctured my lung somehow. So I was mic'd up that game, too. So NFL, I didn't, I didn't sue the NFL. So. <laughs> Is that determined that it was the mic? Or did you- I mean, we, we didn't really go into, I mean, it, we didn't go into detail about it. Um, I'm sure if I would have took legal action, we probably would have got to the bottom of it, but uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Could you imagine if he sued the NFL? Roger Goodell probably would have, like, you know, exiled Randall Cobb from the league, Mike. Randall Cobb versus NFL Films. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor guy. I remember that game. Hey, actually, we were reliving stories, too. I called Jeff Janis's tire shop yesterday to try and coax him out of retirement. There uh, you but, go. But they gave us the runaround, actually. Uh, we only got the uh, the receptionist. Janis was a great guy. I know. You know and, he, he, and he looked great in summer training camp, and we got all this grief, but it's like, he did make that incredible Hail Mary catch, you know. So mm-hmm. um, so now, of course, Packers dealing with COVID, um, with uh, Joe Barry testing positive on Monday morning, then later Devontae, and then Al Lazard. And so uh, Jerry Gray has been the defensive back coach. Now, he's been in the league 30 years. He was a defensive back for the Rams in the, in the 80s and has been a, a defensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills for a number of years. So he'll be calling the plays tonight, and uh, we talked to him about dealing with Kyler Murray. You know, the thing about Kyler Murray now is how much more accurate he is with his passing. He's in the top five for yardage in the league right now, behind Brady and those guys. And so Jerry Gray is what he's telling his defense tonight on the what how they have to approach Kyler Murray tonight. 
you know, it will be a great challenge for us. You look at guys, I, I, to me, like if you look at Randall Cunningham, when he first came onto the league, he was doing some stuff that a lot of guys couldn't do. And I think uh, Murray is doing the same thing. He, he's fast enough to get around the corner. And then his receivers are good enough to stay open. And now he finds those guys. So when you watch the film, you know, he can, he can throw the ball a long time when he drops back. But he also scrambles and the receivers stay alive and he makes, the, makes all those throws. So, you know, one of the things we just got to do is we got to make sure we're plastering. We keep playing with effort because the play is not going to stop if you think you got him down. We got to continue to play. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be a challenge stopping him, Mike. That's, uh, that's a hell of a quarterback. Yeah, and more intel that they have on Kyler Murray is from Devondre Campbell, the starting inside linebacker. He'll be getting all those signals from uh, Jerry Gray. Uh, he's been running the defense, doing a great job. And like Aaron Rodgers has said, I can't believe this guy was in second team during training camp. I can't believe this guy was on the street. But he was. After his run with the Falcons, the Cardinals picked him up. He started last year. But then, you know, in the offseason, they drafted Isaiah Simmons in the first round. Uh, he's one of their starting linebackers now. He's dealing with a shoulder injury. He should go tonight. So Devondre, though, spent that whole year last year in practice with Kyler Murray. So at least he's got that sort of intelligence for the defense tonight and what he learned about uh, watching Murray in practice all last year. Um, really gifted football player, smart guy, uh, extremely, extremely competitive. Like, you got to realize you're dealing with the guy that's not really used to losing, dating all the way back to high school. I think he never lost a game in high school, um, may have lost a couple games during his time at Oklahoma. So you're just dealing with the winner. He's a winner at heart, and you can see it in the way he plays. Like, he, with a player like that, you can't stop him. You have to just contain him and, and try to force him to make mistakes. And I think that's going to be a big part of the game is just really trying to make him uncomfortable. You know, like he, he can, he can make every throw on the field. He can scramble, you know, and that's, that's going to be a huge part of the game is just not allowing him to extend plays and letting his wide receivers get open, you know, which he has a really good group of wide receivers. He has a lot of weapons at his disposal. So I think that's just going to be a huge part of the game, just really containing him. You know, if you can affect the quarterback, you can affect the game. Super competitive. Like I said, a really good football player. It's definitely going to be a challenge for us this Thursday. Yeah, Murray had a lot of his doubters coming out of college. I'm, me, one of them, Mike. I don't know if this guy, like this short little guy, is going to be able to get it done in the NFL. Man, he's proven everyone wrong this year, ain't he? I think he's a touch shorter than Russell Wilson. And I haven't seen, you know, Kyler in person yet. But uh, the thing is, you could just tell by the way he's played, he's more patient, he's more accurate, his feet are set and doing better in his third year in the NFL. So he's got all these weapons. You know, he's got, um, well, DeAndre Hopkins, though, has been out this week with a hamstring injury, did not practice. He's listed as questionable tonight, game-time decision. They just pick up the tight end, Zach Ertz, from the Eagles. A.J. Green should be okay. Uh, one of the things that I think is kind of overlooked is their backfield. You know, Chase Edmonds has got 27 catches out of the backfield. They're running back. The other one is James Conner. Every time I saw James Conner play the last couple of years with the Steelers, I thought that guy was hard to bring down. You know, tough runner. They picked him up in free agency. He's got six touchdowns. And so their head coach, Cliff Kingsbury, talked about that backfield. We knew what we had in Chase. 
obviously having uh, worked with him for two years, thought he could be a starting running back in this league, just was kind of biding his time. But every time he was given an opportunity, he made the most of it. And, and then just watching James from afar, uh, loved his running style, loved the toughness, the physicality, the production. But then you get to know the person and, and how hard of a worker he is and how much of a team guy he is. And he's, it's just uh, the total package. So they, they've really complemented each other well. Yeah, there's uh, they've got a lot of weapons on the Arizona team. And, you know, Packers without some, but they still have one guy, right? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they got Aaron Rodgers. You know, and I missed uh, – I also wanted to talk about Kyler, though, too. Yeah. Um, in terms of his leadership. And, you know, this game is big for the Cardinals tonight because, uh, you know, they've beat some pretty good teams. They beat the 49ers. They beat the Rams. But this is legit time for them at 7-0 and if they can knock off Aaron Rodgers and the 6-1 and Packers. And so Kyler Murray admitted that – a win over Aaron Rodgers tonight in prime time makes them legit. You know, I, I think in the past we've lost those big games, which, you know, it kind of makes you feel like the little brother to some of those teams or, you know, per se. But when you win those games, like um, earlier in the year, you know, you beat the Rams, a good, great team. Can you, the team just kind of feels, you know, you got a different vibe to the team. Everybody's energy is different. Um, and I think that has a lot to do with, you know, just like I said, the maturity, adding new guys that have won before that have that mindset, that come in here with the leadership and the attitude. And, um, you know, I think the whole team just kind of just goes with that. You know, they, they, they feel that energy. So, uh, you know, I, as far as this team, I think we're much different than any team I've been on. So he's talking about them, you know, being, you know, primetime makes them legit. But I think on the flip side, Packers win this game with the COVID. That makes them legit, too. You could say best team in the NFC. I think you're right especially if they can keep up with the speed of the Cardinals with the Cardinals at home at Allstate. And, and you know, we should you know, remind people, too, about this J.J. Watt story that broke last night about 11 o'clock. J.J. Watt playing against his old team, the Texans, injures the shoulders, comes back out uh, during halftime, plays on it that way. Now, there's a lot of times that J.J. Watt has avoided surgery. This time he's going to have to have surgery. He's going to miss the regular season. He might be able to come back if, in fact, the Cardinals make it to the yeah. NFC Championship or the Super Bowl. So that's, that's tough news. Yeah, you feel for him. In the meanwhile, in the meantime, a guy who's really come on is on the Packers' defensive side, Dean Lowry. And one of the things that he's changed is I think Mike Pettin had him as always a power guy. You know, lining up against the tackle, keeping his hands on that tackle, keeping the tackle in front of him, and playing the edge that way. Joe Barry's letting this guy run stunts. So you take a little bit of a risk when you run a stunt that a running back could, you know, pick that out and run right past you. But it's worked. So Dean Lowry's getting deflected passes. He's getting quarterback sacks. And Aaron Rodgers was asked, well, what's Dean Lowry like in the locker room? I love Dean. Dean is a, he's a ornery individual. <laughs> so there's nobody I maybe enjoy kind of ribbing on a daily basis. And Dean, in, in jest uh, for sure, but he's also a, a really smart guy. I enjoy our philosophical conversations from time to time in the uh, in the locker room. The way you know, where I sit to my left is a very eclectic group of individuals. You have the specialists, and then you have the D-line. And just like the O-line, the D-line is a group of characters. Whether we're ribbing Kenny about his inability to shower in a timely fashion, or Preston Smith's occasional shower pill, as they call it in the league, where he might uh, take off after a Friday practice and, and want to shower at home. 
there's always some funny conversations going on. As we saw last year when they started intermixing offense and defense, uh, there's the random wide receiver over there, Marquez, who loves stirring stuff up as well, and they all kind of sit in Dean's vicinity, and Dean kind of takes it all in. You can watch his head kind of spinning as he's enjoying these conversations. Every now and then he'll pipe in and say something really funny. But as far as a player, I feel like he's been really consistent over the years with us, and he's made some splash plays. I think when you're playing next to a guy like Kenny, who's going to get some uh, – respect in the in his ability to pass rush uh, and with the way Rashawn has played there's going to be some single opportunities for guys like Dean and I think he's made the most especially the last few weeks of those opportunities yes the mean Dean of Green Bay I got to work on that Mike you ever you ever get stuck doing a morning show all morning long stuck in a small radio studio with a guy that took a shower pill did you ever hear of that? Uh, Rowdy? Um, I, I'm looking at a guy <laughs> right now in a small studio right Mike uh, he, he seems to be showered Rowdy is it did you shower? I always smell like roses, Mike. <laughs> How about you, Mike? <laughs> so, so here's D. Lowry, man, six foot six, three hundred pounds, and Aaron Rodgers calling him ornery. How's he react to that? Uh, that's that's I think beyond my vocabulary, off, off the top of my head. But um, I think it means just on edge and um, gritty in some ways. But I try and play physical, and that's been a big improvement this year. But um, it's definitely I'll take it as a, a compliment from uh, from twelve. I like that. Get, get mean out there on that field against the Cardinals tonight, right, Mike? Right. So, you know, you got Randall Cobb out there, Equinemius St. Brown, you know, Mari Rogers. Uh, Tunyon has, you know, gotten more snaps lately or more catches. So I think that's what Rogers is looking at. Uh, it's possible Preston Smith could play tonight. He's uh, been limited. He's questionable with that oblique muscle. Yeah. And even Kevin King. I don't think MVS is suiting up tonight. That's the vibe I've been hearing, a, too. Yeah, I've been hearing yeah full practice, coming back for the hamstring. I think that's just smoke, but I think it should be a darn good football game tonight. Mike, uh, we have a darn good segment, as always, with you. We appreciate your time. We'll check you out on the Bill Michaels Show as well, and your reports are running all day. Mike, you are a treasure here. We love you, man. Thank you, boys. See you, buddy. There he is, Mike. Mike Glennon. 